Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Friday, April the 1st, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with Josh Davis, affectionately known as Crash, for our Coach and Crash DFS podcast. How are you this morning, Josh? Doing well, Coach. I uh, I really enjoyed that game last night with with Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Um, was that was a game? Was a tough game um, for Milwaukee to pull that out the way they did after you know Middleton got ejected, which that's a whole different subject for me. But um, you know the way that game went and everything for them to come back, I was pretty proud of them. So yeah, that's a really nice win. It was a, a fun game to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I let's I want to start off the show because uh, we made a decision here uh, this morning. Uh, even though it's been going great, we decide we're not going to provide any more prize picks plays for our DFS Coach Talk members or listeners. So uh, that is sort of a big announcement, don't you think, Josh? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just feel like it was kind of time for us to just kind of move it over to our members and you know i mean if you want to get your prize picks plays then they can you know pony up the money (laughs) exactly i mean you know 12 and 2 on our 86 percent. it's just it's not a challenge no sense in doing it so yeah yeah all right well you got april fools out of the way okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah to throw one in there for our listeners that were like uh, maybe somebody biting said oh shit i wanted their prize picks play all right (laughs) so sorry sorry everyone we had a you know i'm old school i gotta try to get uh, everybody at least once today so yeah anyway all right we've got a 10 gamer so no messing around are we doing our um uh, two brains are better than one today. We are. Okay, so we got all kinds of stuff to do. So no playing around anymore. I do want to say that this podcast today is presented by BetUS.com.pa. If you haven't had a membership there and you want to play the Final Four this weekend and some baseball coming up, BetUS is great. I've been a member there for 16 years. Mm. Uh, and it, just go to BetUS.com.pa, sign up for the first time and deposit at least $149 for the first deposit. And you get a free two month membership at coach talk. That's $150 value right there. And all you have to do is use that promo code coach talk, all one word, no space. Shoot us a a quick DM uh, on Twitter at DFS coach talk, and we will get you into our discord immediately. And you will have two full free months and then you can enjoy those wagers on BetUS. All right, my friend, here we go. We're going to game one, the Dallas Mavericks and Washington Wizards. Sort of excited for that game. I think it's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just noticing I have to refresh to try to get some lines in here. I don't. Okay, so I'm going to switch over to this one and we're going to get lines from here. All right. Dallas is favored by eight and a half. It's a 220 and a half total. And injuries, we've got Frank Ninulikina is questionable for Dallas. Guys that are out, Brown, Burke, Hardaway, and Pinson. For Washington, we have two guys out, Kerry, and then the all-important Kyle Kuzma. So interesting, fun game here. We have the awaited matchup of Porzingis. Little sour grapes with Dallas. We'll see how he does. Luca, not best buddies with Porzingis, so we'll see what he does. And of course, Spencer Dinwiddie, who was sort of chased out of town, saying he was a bad influence in the locker room. So, right off the bat, man, game one, we got all this noise going all over the place. So, quick game set here Dallas is the slowest team in the league, Washington 23rd. So, that's not great. Defensively, Dallas has been tough. Sixth, uh, we know Washington cannot defend their 25th. So where do we even begin, start, or the narratives all live here? What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I like, I do like, I think I like the narrative for for Dinwiddie more than for Porzingis just because of the pricing. Um, Dinwiddie is 5,600 on FanDuel, 6,100 on DK. This is the first time he's faced Washington since he was traded to Dallas. 
Yep. First time he's going back to Washington. So I definitely like Dinwiddie here. On DK, Jalen Brunson's actually cheaper than Dinwiddie. So you could look at him too. He's 6,000 on DK. He's six, uh, Dinwiddie's 6,100 on DK. So pretty much the same price. Um, Luka Doncic, I mean, you know, and I did work on my pronunciation, by the way. I am so proud of you, man. <laughs> you you can keep on that hat and yeah. probably wear it now. <laughs> so Doncic, um, you know, he's he's averaged about 56.8 fantasy points against the Wizards in his last five games against them. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to hit value, especially on DK where he's 12-1 on a 10-game slate. But at the same time, you know, he's more than capable of getting 70-75 fantasy points. So he's obviously someone you'll have to, you know, consider as a top play on this slate. Um and then on Washington, I really like Avdia more than than uh, Porzingis here. He's 5,500 on both sides. He scored 30-plus fantasy points in three of his last four games. Porzingis is 9,000 on both sides. Uh, yeah. I think he's going to see a lot of ownership because of the revenge narrative. And I just really – I really don't want to go there on a 10-game slate. If it was a five-game slate or less, I would probably pick him, but not on this slate. Yeah, this this game is so interesting to me. I I think it I don't think it's going to get that much attention. I really don't. Mm. It's the ninth lowest total out of 10 for the uh that 220 number. So that's going to yeah. scare a lot of people. Secondly, Dallas being favored by eight and a half, that's going to scare a lot of people uh into the fact, you know, could this blow out? We don't know. And spending that big money on Luca a same scenario. It's going to make people nervous. I have a tendency to believe in this game. I, mm. I think it's going to go under owned. Okay. And I think these narratives are real. I mean, I saw them firsthand and there's definitely yeah. some disdain and some, you know, I think some points that want to be proved here. So I am going to consider, I haven't, I'm not going to load up to the point where, you know, this is by far my key game of the night. But I'm going to have quite a bit of exposure. Luca's not out of the question. Dinwiddie's probably going to be in my lineup today. I, I just yeah. I think he comes out and plays. And believe it or not, as much as I hate him, I think Porzingis is a terrific play because he's going to shoot the ball. He's going to try to score, and he's really going to be motivated. So his minutes have been great, and I think that uh, that's just something you have to look at. So – not sure how heavy I'm going to go, but I believe in this game. I don't care that the, the total's that low. I think that if it will stay close enough because it's mm -hmm. in Washington, there's enough motivation for some players here uh, that uh, I'm going to have quite a bit of exposure here, but not enough that it would sink the ship, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Kuzma's still out, right? Kuzma's still out, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah, that definitely helps Brzingis. Oh, and there was one other play here. I just looked. Um, Sadoransky at 4,400 on DK. I think that's a pretty nice price. He's been starting for them lately. Um, 4,700 on FanDuel. So a good price on both sites. So yep. he's another play for me as a value play that you could look at. He is, and he's playing well. Denny Ofti has been playing well. I've been on him. You know, he's had over 30 fantasy points all these games in a row off the bench. And right. people still don't, you know, buy into him because they don't see him starting. But uh, he's still getting more minutes than the Kisperts and Hashimura's. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sneaky game, one that I will definitely pay attention to and I'm excited for tonight. All right, game two, Toronto at Orlando. We have Toronto favored by 10.5, the total 218. So mm -hmm. first two 7 o'clock games are the two lowest total games. And by the way, FanDuel and DraftKings, it'll be all 10 games with the two that we've just mentioned involved. On Yahoo, they're not going to play the 7 o'clock games. They have an eight-game main slate starting at 7.30, and it's pretty coincidental that these two for early games are the two lowest totals uh, out of the whole 10 games. Yeah. But again, 10.5 for Toronto, 2.18 total. Injuries, Watanabe is uh, – or uh, is – Questionable and Flynn is out for Orlando. Big question mark on Wendell Carter Jr. Very important to know that news. He's questionable, and we already know that Mr. Suggs is out. So interesting here. Does this stay close? Does the low total scare you? Uh, mm -hmm. Does the Russian roulette of Orlando trying to figure out 
who's going to have a good game when. Yeah. What uh, what does this look like to you? Yeah, not much for me in this game. Um, Pascal Siakam, you know, he's he's been playing really well. He had 54 and a half DK points on March 4th when they played Orlando. Yes. Orlando's allowed the second most fantasy points to power forwards. He's 9,700 on both sites, so obviously you're going to have to pay for him. Uh, but he's a, he's a little bit of a consideration for me. Um, for Orlando, I do like Franz Wagner. He's 5,900 on FanDuel, 5,800 on DK. He's had one of his best games uh, of the year, the last game with 40 DK points. And so he's a little bit of a play for me. Not really much that I like in this game. Those two would probably be one, you know, one-offs from each side, and then that's probably about it for me. How about the game Fultz threw up the last time out? Was that wild or what? Yeah, yeah just out of nowhere. Good Lord, like a 50-burger as far as uh, DFS points. It's yeah. like, where did that come from? But yeah. uh, Didn't he have like a few steals or something that kind of boosted his number? Yeah, he, he had a little yeah. bit of everything, but still, I, I mean, right. you know, I don't know if it was like 15X or some craziness. Yeah. That but is crazy. It was out of nowhere, but... Uh, you know, the game set here, too, is Toronto's 25th in pace, Orlando 10th. And then defensively, Toronto's solid at 8th. Orlando's not good, but 19th isn't the worst. You would think they were a little worse. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't like this game. I think Toronto could certainly handle them pretty yeah. easily. Van Vliet, Barnes, and Siakam are too expensive to me. Um, I don't trust Cole Anthony with Fultz playing better now. You know, I really just don't like the game. The only thing that I would like here is if if Wendell Carter Jr. sits, I really like the value play of Chuma Okiki. Okay. He's only 4'9". When he gets starts and gets starters minutes, he, he produces. He's not afraid to shoot the ball. He'll finish at the rim. He can shoot the three. So uh, if Carter sits, Okiki's a play. But really, other than that, I, I am not fond of that game at all. Yeah. All right, we go on to the 7.30 games. The next one on the list here is Indiana and Boston. Um, Let's switch back over to the other screen. Boston is uh, favored by a big fat 15, and it's a 226 total. We have four guys questionable for Indiana. Boy, they're they're a pain every day with Mm, all these questionable tags. Bataze, Brissett, Brogdon, and Jackson all questionable. So good luck figuring this out. Duarte and McConnell are already out. For Boston, very simple. Everybody's in except Robert Williams, who we know had surgery. He's going to be out. Mm -hmm. And so where in the heck do we start here? We've got 17th and 24th in pace. So garbage uh, pace-wise in this game. Uh, Indiana terrible defensively, 28. That's why Boston should blow them out. And Boston's number one, best defense in the league. So is this a cross-off game because of the blowout and all the unknown with Indiana and the high prices on Brown and Tatum or what? For the most part, yeah. Um, Halliburton, 8,400 on FanDuel. I think that's a solid price. He's 9,400 on DK. So don't want to play him on DK, but on FanDuel, I think you can go to him. He's had back-to-back 50 uh, fantasy point games against Atlanta and Denver. Um, But, yeah, just just a FanDuel play for me. And then um, with Robert Williams out, I I definitely think Al Horford's in play at 6,300 on both sides. He's playing, you know, closer to the way he was playing earlier in the year, but a lot of that has to do with Williams, you know, being out right now. So Horford – had that strong game against Miami, so I think that he could have a nice game here against Indiana, which is a lot less of a tough matchup for him. Um, but yeah, Horford and maybe Halliburton, and that's about it for me. Yeah, I, you know, this game is completely uncomfortable for me. I mean, Boston's defense is so solid, and the prices of their main guys are just too high. I, mm-hmm. the only way that I go to anybody in this game is if. Out of those four main players for Indiana, like three of them are out. Yeah. And it's going to be a short rotation of like seven guys. And you know, Halliburton's going to get huge minutes. Or let's say, you know, Batazzi's out, Brissett's out, and Isaiah Jackson plays. Then Jackson's, you know, so it's mm-hmm. going to all be based on news. If we don't have it, then 
I'm not going to stress it because, you know, I don't think any of the Indiana players are going to be in a smash spot against that strong Boston defense. But if we do get early news and it's, you know, a short rotation, uh, I have no problem getting to a little uh, Pacers value. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. We go to game number four. Sacramento Kings and the Houston Rockets. Sacramento is favored by two. This is the, the dream game for mm-hmm. the FS is again, 232, nice big total here. We've got Davis, Fox, and Sabonis out for Sacramento, so no question marks there. The only question mark we have for Houston is Jengun, who's questionable, and that's important. Yeah. So we do need the Jengun news. Um, but we know pretty much how everything else sits, and it's a big total. We know that uh, as far as the pace goes, we've got awesome pace here, sixth and second. Horrific defense is the only word to be used, 27th and 30th. So the billion-dollar question, is this the stackable game? If you don't have at least four or five guys from this game, you can't win. What is your feel here? I'm not going to say you can't win, but I'm definitely going to have at least two guys from each side. Um, okay. Avion Mitchell, definitely one of my top plays here. 7,300 on FanDuel. He's 8,000 on DK. So his price is definitely coming up. I mean, he was 4,000 a month ago. Yeah. Um, well, he's playing like an all star for I know he day. is. He really yeah. is. Um, so, you know, he had 44 DK points against Houston on Wednesday. Uh, these guys just played each other the other day. So right. we have, you know, not to look too far back to see how they did. Um, Lyles with Sabonis out is in play for me. 5,400 on FanDuel, 6,000 on DK. He had 43.3 DK points against Houston on Wednesday. And yep. then Damian Jones just absolutely crushed. Unbelievable. 52.3 DK points against Houston Wednesday. Uh, 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,500 on DK. So those guys for Sacramento, for Houston, Jalen Green. I mean, I feel like we play him every slate lately. He's just been playing really well. Um, He had 40 DK points against Sacramento. Josh Christopher um, has been playing well lately with the injuries to Dennis Schroeder and Eric Gordon. He's 4,500 on FanDuel, 4,800 on DK. Sacramento allowed the most fantasy points to shooting guards, so it's a great matchup. And then Kevin Porter Jr. just absolutely smashed with 70 DK points Wednesday. Unbelievable. Um, 7,900 on FanDuel, 7,500 on DK. And then if uh, Sangoon's out again, I guess we could look at Bruno Fernando at 3,500 on DK. Uh, He's 4,700 on FanDuel, so still a decent price considering what he put up on Wednesday, but much better play on DK. I'm with you, man. I mean, it's just there's so much here to go after it's crazy um you know i i think davion mitchell until his price gets even higher 8k on on DraftKings that was pretty pretty uh stunning considering he was half that like you said not too long ago he's in play harrison barnes in play to lyles and then of course damian jones i mean he's gonna be Mm -hmm. chalkings five five i you know i've been on him quite a bit on and off here And he stung us the one day, and then he got it done another. So I still feel comfortable with him. I like him at that price. Uh, again, you know, sometimes you eat the chalk. I don't know how you really pass him up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he looks great for me. Uh, you know, and then on the Houston side, you have multiple choices. You know, if, if Jen Goon plays, uh, I think he's a terrific player. Yeah, I too. If I he sits – Maybe Bruno Fernando, but I'm not like diving out of my right. seat for it. Right. But since they shut down a bunch of those players, the Rockets, you know, we talked about it on that podcast that uh, on Wednesday was, mm-hmm. you know, now that those guys are out, usage and minutes and everything are going to go heavy. And we expect Porter, Green, these guys to have big games. Well, we didn't yeah. think they combined for 130 <laughs> fantasy points, yeah. for God's sakes. What happened to uh, Davion Mitchell's uh, off night? Off night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I, I think he had an off night defensively is what I think. Yeah. But uh, 
I don't know. You know, I have favored Green over Porter all year. Green's been tough, but Porter does have some games like that where he goes ballistic. Mm-hmm. But he is, uh, you know, 700K. Or, I mean, he's 7.5, Green 6.8. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, 700K so, more. Yeah. 700K savings uh, is there. But, you know, you got to take a, a, a deeper dive look. I agree with you on Josh Christopher. I'm really impressed with his play. He just needed mm-hmm. more minutes. But that kid can play, and he yeah. is not out of the question for me by any stretch uh, at that 4-8 price. I don't think he'll get much ownership because he's not going to start, and uh, I think people aren't, are going to overlook him. But I'm mm-hmm. with you, you know, I mean, and probably 9 million other people watching this or listening, no hot take. But this is the key game, you know. Let's face it, and you got to have exposure here. I mean, you just can't right. uh, just pass it at all. It's just too good, too good of a fit. It sort of messes up the rest of the slate with ten full games. But you know, probably half my lineup is going to come out of this game with you know Mitchell and Jones, maybe mm-hmm. Barnes, Porter, Green, Jen Goon if he plays, Christopher. All those guys heavily in play for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, let's go on to the next game. It is an 8 o'clock game, the Clippers and the Bucks. going to flip over to this one. The Clippers are fa- uh, uh, underdogs by 8 to, Mo- to Milwaukee. Both mm-hmm. of these teams played last night. So you have two teams on the second night of a back-to-back. So that's the first time that's coming to play here. And injury-wise, Paul George, we know, is questionable. I don't think he plays a back-to-back. That'd be sort of silly. So I'm going to count him as out for right now, but stay tuned in Discord with us for that. Boston, Leonard, Powell, Preston, out. For the Bucs, even though it's the second night of a back-to-back, right now they don't list anybody as out, but it's early. So Mm -hmm. that may change as the day goes on. Uh, we're going to have to follow that news very closely. Um, as as far as the game set pace, Clippers are 18th, Milwaukee 7th. Defensively, we've got Clippers 11th and Milwaukee 14th. So no shutdown defenses, mm-hmm. a little bit better than uh, average, but a lot of this is going to have to be with any of the news that flows from Milwaukee and you're yeah. Mr. Milwaukee. So what are your, your thoughts here? Is everybody going to play? Is it a fade situation? What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm probably thinking that Giannis is going to sit out this game. Um, okay. Alley-oop last night from holiday at the end of the game where he came up and was grabbing his back. I don't think they're going to risk it at all. Um, I think they can win this game without him, obviously, especially if Paul George sits. I do like Marcus Morris a little bit here at 4,500 on FanDuel, 5,000 on DK. I want to mention something to you real quick. I read last night that they are going to limit him to a maximum of 25 minutes per game the rest of the regular season. Oh, are they? Yes. Okay. Okay. So maybe not Marcus Morris then, because he usually plays well against us. He had 39 DK points uh, against us on February 6th. So I mean, if he can get it in 25 minutes, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so maybe not Marcus Morris. So I guess um, Bobby Portis at 5,000 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DK. Especially if Giannis sits, he's going to be chalky. Um, right. If Giannis plays, I still think you could get some good value from Portis because he's going to be coming off the bench, and if they get a big lead, he'll play extended minutes. Can I Um, interrupt you again? What the hell happened to Brolo last night? He punched us right square in the you-know-whats. I have no idea. I have no idea what happened to him last night. I I have heard nothing. I don't think he's hurt. It's just a coach's decision, I guess. Well, I'm hurt because he played – terrible and he didn't play very much yeah he didn't play much at all and you would have thought with Drummond in there getting those rebounds that they would have put you know Lopez but I guess they had him help out with Durant you know Portis was helping out with Durant so maybe that's why Um, but he had but Portis had 44.8 DK points last time they played the Clippers in February he had uh, 24 points going four or five from three Um, 
And then Drew Holiday had a monster game against the Clippers. He had 60 DK points. Um, they've allowed the ninth most fantasy points to point guards. So I do like Drew Holiday, especially if Giannis is out. Um, yeah. 8,500 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DK. So Holiday and Portis, maybe on Milwaukee. And then if Morris is going to be limited, probably nobody on the Clippers. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, that was interesting to see Middleton get tossed out of a game. That yeah. was unusual. Yeah. And Middleton would be in play too, if Giannis is out, obviously, but, but I, I really like holiday in this matchup. Yeah. Well, I mean, we need the news here on both sides. I mean, if George yeah. and Giannis sit, then everything changes. I mean, right. if, if that's the case, I think, uh, Portis isn't an, an easy play. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like him a lot. And Drew Holiday, I'm with you. I think it's just a great matchup for him. Those two guys would be uh, terrific plays, in my opinion. But if Giannis plays, then it, you know, yeah. bets are off. I'm probably not going anywhere right. with the Bucks if he plays. Um, Clippers, again, you know, very, very hard to figure out. I can't imagine George plays on the second night of a back-to-back, though. Mm-hmm. So it does bring Reggie Jackson into play at 6-4, just from the volume shooting when George is out. Uh, and that's really the only guy that that gives me any interest at all from the Clippers' side. I, I don't trust – we've talked about it multiple times. There's like eight, nine guys there yeah. that – seem to rotate and you just have no clue where, where they're going. So right. yeah, not my favorite game, but uh, you know, it, it jumps up a couple notches if those two main guys are out. Yeah. If we knew for sure, like a guy like Luke Kennard was going to get a lot of minutes, then I would be playing him because of the way that Milwaukee struggles to defend the three. Exactly. Um, but yeah. we just don't know, you know, no. that's, and that's why I like Reggie a little bit too. He yeah. can, uh, he can get hot solidified in his, rotation for sure yeah all right uh let's go on to the uh second eight o'clock game there's three of them it's the detroit pistons and the oklahoma city thunder we've got uh detroit favored by four and a half on the road how about that (laughs) well i mean they beat philadelphia last night so you know detroit is playing i you know i mentioned it probably three times this week on podcasts they're playing with so much energy. The mm-hmm. coach there just doing it's the old school coach, but he's getting it done. And he's uh he's got these kids playing like they can beat people, and they are. It's it's yeah. very impressive that they're sticking in games. So this should be uh an interesting one. Four and a half point favorite on the road, which is mm-hmm. crazy to say for Detroit. Corey Joseph, questionable. And he was questionable last night as well, but he did play second night of a back-to-back. Maybe he sits, which would obviously elevate Killian Hayes. Mm -hmm. We do have Marvin Bagley is probable. And then Luca Garza and uh, Chris Smith are out. Uh, So a little bit of depth issues there, but uh, not much. They're not big players in the rotation. And then for OKC, two guys out. Trey Mann, which is a big one, and Kenrich Williams. So, yeah, this Oklahoma City uh, lineup is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, game set here again, Detroit. Is there going to be a letdown? Big, huge win last night. Traveling, had to travel. Uh, second night of a back-to-back for them. Thunder rested, so... You know, this could be a a real close game. 14th and 12th in pace, so a little bit quicker than normal for both squads. Detroit, not good defensively at 24th. Thunder, just slightly below average at 16th. So Mm -hmm. uh, breakdown here is very interesting. There's some great prices. I mean, you can get good guys with good minutes. uh, Yeah. with, With not other than Cade Cunningham at 9K. And Poku's up to 7K. But other than that, it's pretty cheap all the way around. Are, are you going to be nibbling on this game? Yeah, especially if, um, going back to the last game, if Giannis uh, plays, then I won't be as much on holiday, and I'll go to Cunningham here. He's 8,300 on FanDuel, so he's got a better price over there. Right. Um, he scored 43-plus fantasy points in six of his last eight games. Oklahoma City's allowed the seventh most fantasy points to point guards, the second most to shooting guards. He's going back to Oklahoma. You know, he played college at Oklahoma State. So I like him going back to Oklahoma here. He had 52 
12.8 DK points against Oklahoma City on December 6th. So he's already shown us that he can put up numbers against them. Um, and then Sadiq Bay is 5,600 on FanDuel. He's 7,200 on DK. Great. I don't like that price. Uh, no. But on FanDuel, definitely in play for me. Um, on Oklahoma City, I like Theo Maladone, 6,400 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK. Vit Krejci is a good value play, 4,500 on FanDuel, 4,300 on DK. And then uh, Isaiah Roby's been looking pretty good to me when I've watched him play, 7,000 on FanDuel, 6,500 on DK. Um, so maybe, you know, one guy on each side here, and, and that's about it for me, I think. Yeah, I, you know, the the total in this game is interesting. That 221 and a half, sort of low, you know, yeah. considering these teams aren't great defensively. Uh, I guess it's just lack of talent uh, that they're expecting the scores not to be that high. But there are, right. there are some guys I like. I think Maladone's a, a great play. I mean, mm -hmm. he's got to be a volume shooter here. I, yeah. I don't see how he's not. Um, and I love Killian Hayes if Corey Joseph sits. I think, you know, he's been showing so much improvement on his game. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't mind coming out of here with a couple of guards out of this game that are cheap and help everything else work. Right. I agree with you on Roby. He's better. Uh, Pokacheski's been steady. So those guys are in contention for me. I don't know if I want to spend up, you know, especially the 9K uh, on for Cunningham on uh, DraftKings, but I do think he's going to have a good game. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he's on the on the bubble for me. I just don't know if I can uh, afford him. Sadiq Bey, again, play him on FanDuel. I mean, that price is stupid. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to play him on DraftKings, but FanDuel just five sevens too cheap. Um, and then, you know, we got to see what, who else is going to be in there. It looks as though uh, Bagley plays. So that muddies that up between Bagley, Olenek, Stewart, mm -hmm. but I can't say that Oklahoma city gets killed by centers. And even though Stewart's an undersized center, he's only five, two. So wow. not in height and price, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's a giveaway price too, for a guy that can get a double, double. I mean, he's gotten them before. So I'm going to have, I'm going to do some uh, value fishing in this game and try to grab a couple of guys that help me fill in the, you know, with the salary that I'd like to. Yeah. All right, man. We got the last eight o'clock game. It's the Phoenix Suns and the Memphis Grizzlies. And what a matchup here. Hmm. We've got Phoenix favored by six and a half on the road. Pretty comfortable 229 total, not bad at all. Uh, some injury designations though Gabriel Lundberg, probable. We have uh, Cam Johnson and Javel McGee, probable, and then Kaminsky and Sarich out. So, really, the main lineup full throttle for Phoenix should be ready to roll, but. Not so much with Memphis. No. Doubtful tags. I don't know why they don't just call them out. But right now, Stephen Adams, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson III, Tyus Jones, all doubtful. And John Morant and Killian Tilly out. So they literally have six of their top nine players more than likely not going to play. Yeah. So two questions for you here. First of all, why is it only a six and a half point spread when Memphis is basically playing Dylan Brooks and the G League team? Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand that line. So yeah. I would smash Phoenix here. I don't know how Memphis really keeps this close. And let me give you a more game set and then we'll talk a little bit about it. I, you know, there's a couple of things. Great pace here, ninth mm -hmm. and third. So you got plenty of pace. But here's the problem, defense, third and fifth. But the problem is with Memphis, fifth with this lineup, no. I This has got to be middle of the pack at best. But Phoenix has all their guns here. So tell me I'm crazy to think Phoenix blows this game out no. uh, and it's a six-and-a-half-point spread in Vegas. I mean, I could be dead wrong, but yeah. listen, we're game scripters here at Coach Talk. We try to figure it out to determine possessions, you know, the the ceiling for players compared to the floor, if it does blow out. I just don't feel good about 
you know, where this game is going to go and how long the key guys are going to play. Yeah, this this game at first I was like, oh, wow, we can get usage from Melton and Brooks and Clark and guys like that. But I just don't see it. I mean, they're 18 and two without John Moran. But what would they be without Tyus Jones and Desmond Bain and Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson? I mean, they there's no way there's no way they play at that level. So, yeah, this game's a total pass for me. Um, Cam Johnson, if he gets decent minutes, he's a good value at 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,500 on DK. Um, right. Probably it for me in this game. Um, Melton's going to get a lot of ownership, I think, and he's right. probably going to get a ton of usage too to go with it. But I just, like you, I don't see it staying close. This game, there, it's a pass for me. Yeah. I mean, it's tempting to want to grab some of this Memphis value. I mean, you know, Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman are two guys that in the past, you know, when they're called upon, they can get it done. So I'm interested, you know, um, Kyle Anderson, same thing. I mean, it, you look at these prices on DraftKings and if they're going to play 30 minutes, yeah, Anthony Melton at 5-2, Dylan Brooks at 5-9. Zaire Williams, I'm not convinced on quite yet. Right. Three four, but Kyle Anderson four one, Xavier Tillman three one, and Brandon Clark four K. I mean, it's it's value city. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can get uh, and Conchar may play decent minutes at three two, so it's it's almost impossible not to grab some of this value here. I don't want to overdo it, but yeah. I can see myself with two value plays from the Grizz. I mean, it's looking. Like, even without the value that's going to open up during the day, Josh, I think I'm going to be stars and scrubs because I'm seeing lots of value already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm very tempted by this grizzly side. Now, I'm not as tempted to go Paul or Booker or even Aiton on the other side just because of price, you know, prices. But, yeah, you know, I think it might be – I'm. If I'm game scripting it correctly, either direction, the Grizzlies are going to have some of these guys get mid-30s minutes, mm-hmm. even if it does blow out in the second yeah, half. Yeah, they'll have to be on the floor. Yeah, that's true. That's what I think. So yeah. I'm probably going to go there. That's what I'm leaning to now. You know, Tillman's only 3-1. Wow. And we've seen him get 40 yeah. fantasy points. So right. it's not like he's not capable of doing that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably be uh, grabbing a little bit of value here and just can't pass it up. Yeah, you could be right. I, I was just thinking I probably would lean more towards that Houston-Sacramento game for some value. But, I mean, it could it could very well be that Melton and those guys play 30-plus minutes. I mean, they pretty much have to. I, You know, you would think so. And as much as, as it's difficult to push that button, slow-mo, you know, we've seen Anderson do that. He'll have – yeah. Hardly played games, and all of a sudden he gets 30 minutes and he gets 42 fantasy points, you know? Right. <clears throat> so I'll have some exposure to the Grizz, no doubt about it. Not that I'm doing somersaults to do it, mm-hmm. but it's just, again, too good to pass up. Um, all right, we've got three games left. A couple things real quickly. If you want to catch all of our information, join us, dfscoachtalk.com. You can join for as little as a three-day pass for $10, which Friday is always the best day to do that because mm-hmm. you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday action, all of our PGA weekend lineups tonight, some baseball preseason <clears throat> that we've been <clears throat> excuse me, really hot at, and then obviously all of the NBA action this weekend, and you can catch all of that. Also, today we started a, a brand-new offering. It's our NBA playoffs, PGA MLB special, which takes you all the way from April 1st until June the 19th. So you get all of the action of all of our sports during that time frame. You can get that in two payments of 6850. That's right on our website as well. And again, with all of that, we're going to give you a exclusive coaches clipboard on DraftKings, which gives you a five-man uh, core with several other players suggested. And then you're going to get full lineups for both cash and GPP on both FanDuel and Yahoo. Plus, you know, we released prize picks, a couple of prize picks plays each per day, 
which we're winning at about an 80% clip. And that's mm -hmm. true. It's, it is documented. Um, and we'll be posting additional uh, prize picks plays as the day goes on and right before 30 minutes before lock. So you'll get those additional plays as they show up and prize picks post them where, you know, there's a few I'm already looking for today, for example. So mm -hmm. uh, to get all of that, just join us. You're in our discord 24 uh, seven. We would love to have you. We have a very, very positive atmosphere, no negativity or arguing. We just really uh, back each other up, stay real cool in there. It's a lot of fun. So we'd love to have you join us again. I want to thank our sponsor, uh, betus.com.pa. If you want to uh, join in there, use the promo code coach talk, all one word, no space, uh, deposit at least 149 on your first deposit. You get two free months, uh, free. If that's what you want to do all of April, all of May, if you sign up at BetUS today for free, that's $150, uh, offer so it's like getting a free roll on bet us to go after mm. the final four and all the action this weekend <clears throat> all right my man here we go 8 30 game portland trailblazers against the san antonio spurs another barn burner here yeah is uh would you believe san antonio favored by 15 oh my word 30 total <laughs> 31 and wow. 35 the Spurs are, and they're favored by 15. Jeez. What does that tell you about Portland? <laughs> right. <laughs> as far as injuries, no Josh Hart or Watford or Winslow. For San Antonio, Bates drop, questionable. No Langford, no McDermott. Game set here, 15th pace for Portland. Spurs all the way up to fourth, so it is a pace-up game. For those G, G League trailblazers. Defensively, not good at all. Portland's second worst defense in the league. The pop-led Spurs somehow are all the way down at 20th on mm. defense. So <clears throat> have at it, man. This one's yeah. a head scratcher. Yeah, it really is. Um, I kind of like the bigs for both teams in this game. Um, okay. Eubanks price is getting to where I don't like it anymore. 7,700 on FanDuel, 7,800 on DK. Um, going back to San Antonio, the revenge narrative here for him. And they cut him. They yeah, cut him. exactly. Um, so that would be one of the main factors in why I would like Eubanks in this game would be that revenge factor. Just, you know, with his price, though, it's just tough for me to go there, especially yeah. with all the value we have on this site, especially at that position. Um, right. And then um, Keldon Johnson had a solid game against Portland last time with 38 DK points. He's 6,700 on DK. So he's an option for me. Pirtle's actually cheaper than Eubanks now, which is kind of crazy. And Unreal. he had 41 DK points against them, uh, against Portland on March 23rd. 6,800 on DK, 7,400 on FanDuel. So maybe Pirtle, maybe Eubanks, but that's really about it for me, I think. Yeah, it's it's so tough to figure out this game. It really is. And you know, you know, if this if Vegas is right and the Spurs hammer at him, I would yeah. assume like Pop normally does, he clears the bench and plays everybody. So right. it'd sort of be crazy to get up to Dejounte Murray at eleven four, but mm, he could yeah. be the highest scorer on the slate if this True. game is close. Yeah, yeah, he could be very well. It's could so be. frustrating to try to figure, but. Um, you're right about Keldon Johnson. He's been scoring a lot, but he has a floor, man. Right when you think it's safe to play him, yeah. he will kick you right in the shin and put up a bad game. So, you know, I get you with Pirtle, and I think, you know, he has a little bit of pride thing too because he mm -hmm. wants to outplay Eubanks because that was his backup. And, right. You know, Pirtle's the guy. So the fact that he's a thousand bucks cheaper than the I guy know. that was cut, Eubanks, right. is, is hilarious. But Eubanks, if, if there's ever a game you're fired up for, man, mm. they cut you. It's back at their home court. Right. You, you got to think he wants to play his brains out. And I think everybody's going to have the same thought like we do. How can I place pay 7-8 for Eubanks? But mm -hmm. I think he's in play. He's yeah. gonna. I think he's going to get a share for me of, of ownership here just because – I think his ownership will be down, even though everybody knows it's a revenge game, just because of the price. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm not going to dally in any of the dilly dally with any of these other guys. It's too unknown for me. Too yeah. much rotation. I don't want the nightmare of Williams and Dunn and all that baloney. So let's just move on down the road. Maybe go with the bigs here. I agree with you there, or at least one of the two bigs from mm-hmm. each side and, uh, and move on. Yep. All right, we have a 9 o'clock game. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets. Minnesota is uh, an underdog by only two and a half at Denver. Mm. It's a 238 total, so a real healthy over-under like we've been seeing in some of these Minnesota games. Uh, injuries out for Minnesota is uh, Malik Beasley and Jaden McDaniels. And then uh, for Denver, we have a questionable tag on Jermichael Green. We know Kanchar, Murray, Najee, and Porter remain out. As far as the game set, Minnesota, as we know, has taken over as the fastest-paced team in the league. Denver's only 21st, however. So major pace down for Minnesota, major pace up for Denver. Teams pretty neutral, 13th and 17th on defense. Uh, so, you know, pretty average scenario uh, there. Uh, interesting game. Is the Joker going to be your center play or, uh, you know, or cat the other direction? You got a, a 9-6 cat and a 12-5 Joker. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I kind of like Towns in this game more. He's 8,500 on FanDuel. Yeah, that's. Um, why is he 8500 yeah. on FanDuel? Yeah, that's that's too cheap for me. I don't uh, understand 50, it. 54 and 51 in his last two games against Denver. He's averaged 52.3 in his last five games at Denver with right. and 48.5 fantasy points in those five games. So he doesn't seem to be affected by the Denver altitude like most bigs that we talked about have been. Um, so right. I do like Cat here. Um, Anthony Edwards had a nice game against Denver earlier this year. He had 53.8 DK points. He's 6,800 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DK. And then, of course, you have the Joker, um, 11.6 on FanDuel, 12.5 on DK. I don't know if I'm going to get there or not. He's been getting around 60 DK points against uh, the Timberwolves lately. So he has been putting up decent numbers. But like we always say, you know, 5X plus 10. You know, it's not there, you know, That's 12, a it's not yeah. there, it's not adding up. So I don't think I'm going to go to the, the Joker in this slate, um, but, you know, Towns is definitely in play for me. Yeah, I mean, I really like this game. I really do. I mean, I like the pace. Both of these teams really need to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in playoff contention. It should stay close. I mean, I think this game might go a little overlooked. The total is yeah, great, yeah. You know, I'm going to try to align a, a couple lineups here. And one of them, I'm, you know, where you can play two centers. I may try to get the Joker and Cat in there. I know it's extreme, okay. but with all of that value that we mentioned in those games where teams are shorthanded, I think you can go with three studs in mm-hmm. the, on this slate and then the monster value everywhere else. So it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. But I certainly will have one or the other between Cat and Joker. But I'll have Cat for sure on FanDuel. I mean, I just can't pass up 8-5 on a guy that could get 70 fantasy points, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I I do like this game uh, as far as the bigs go. You certainly can consider some of the Minnesota guards because they're inexpensive. Pat Mm -hmm. Bev's only 4-7, D'Angelo 6-4, Anthony Edwards 7-4. All can go off here. Um, you know, even Aaron Gordon on the other side at six one, not a bad play. So I do want some exposure to that game. I think it's a it's a good DFS game, and it, I think it may go a little overlooked. Yeah, probably for sure it will. Then we have the the great one and a half hour delay to get to the Pelicans and Lakers, and yeah. it is the real Lakers. We're expecting LeBron James and Anthony Davis to play. Holy mm-hmm. crap! Is it re- is this really happening? In real life. It's not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I wonder if it is. Maybe they're going to let us know today that it was an April Fool's joke. But that would be a heck of a setup, huh? <laughs> it would be. They did that yeah. well in advance, right? <laughs> it's the second night of a back-to-back for LA, and obviously Davis and LeBron did not play last night. 
you know, what type of cap on Davis? He's got to have one. He hasn't mm-hmm. played in a long time. Now, LeBron doesn't usually have a cap. Either he just right. doesn't play or he plays full out. You know, it's one or the other. Yeah. So, I, you know, in that sense, I think LeBron might be a much better consideration than AD. For sure. But let's look at the numbers here. Pelicans are favored by one and a half on the road, even though AD and LeBron are in. So that'll be some bullet bulletin board information for the Lakers. Uh, they'll enjoy that. And I bet you that line switch, switches to them as favorites by the time it ends. Um, yeah. Uh, Zion's the only one out for the Pels. LeBron is listed as questionable, but I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis probable. So we know where that stands. Pelicans are 20th in pace. Lakers are 8th. Defensively, not great. Pels 18th. Lakers 23rd. Mm-hmm. So lots of opportunities for points here. Nice 231 and a half total. Man, this this is a lot to unpack. What are you looking to do for this solo late night sweat Friday night, you yeah. know, TV, everything game that everybody's going to be watching? Mm-hmm. Um, on the New Orleans side, CJ McCollum has played pretty well in L.A. over the years. So I do like him here. The Lakers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to shooting guards. He's 8,200 on FanDuel, 8,600 on DK. Um Brandon Ingram is a little too expensive for me at 8,600 on FanDuel. He's 7,600 on DK. I like him a little bit more there. He scored around 40 DK points last several times he's faced the Lakers. uh, And that's what he did on February 27th in LA. And um, so same exact score actually for both games, Sunday and then February 27th for Ingram. Wow. And then LeBron obviously had the monster game Sunday making seven threes. Um, 10, nine on DK 11,000 on FanDuel definitely in play for me, Anthony Davis. You got to think he's, he's been out for over a month, almost two months. So minutes right. for sure for him. Um, I still like Malik Monk, 6,200 on FanDuel 5,600 on DK. He had 32 DK points in Orleans on Sunday. Um, so I, I still like Monk cause I just don't think that Davis is going to get a ton of minutes in this game. No, I'm with you. Well, my favorite play of the day is in this game. I am 100% owned Russell Westbrook. Mm. Boom, Maybe. my final April Fool's joke. It's over. I was going to say, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I had to begin with an April Fool's and end with an April Fool's. April Fool's. Yeah. Yeah. How, I don't know how you play would want to consider that salary, you know, 8-8 for Russ, right. especially with LeBron and Davis back. So zero, mm-hmm. zero ownership for Russ. Now that I did the April Fools, looks like a triple double probably coming. <laughs> but uh no, I mean LeBron to me seems like the play. He's 10-9. Right. He's gonna have his buddy back. He's gonna be feeling good. Yeah. It's a, a you know, nice total, close spread. I just, you know, LeBron seems like the play to me. Um mm-hmm. and not gonna look at any of the secondary guys, including Monk, who was lousy yesterday. Yeah. He's you know, he'll take a, a fourth option seed again uh at best so you know lebron or bust for me probably on the lakers side that could be my third stud in if i can fit him mm-hmm. uh, if not you know we'll, we'll determine which center from that last game the pell side you know i mccullum is really been good eight six is a, a fairly healthy price yeah um you know i like ingram's price a little better on DraftKings. But he hasn't been completely healthy, but he loves to play against the Lakers. Oh, yeah. They traded him and gave up another. I mean, it's narrative Friday here. We have narratives right. everywhere. Everywhere. Exactly. You could make a whole lineup of just narratives today yep. between really Eubanks good. and Ingram and Dinwiddie and on Where's and on Ingram? and on. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, Ingram, I think, is, is a nice, sneaky little play. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a good guy to, you know, leverage on the other side. If you're, if I am going to play LeBron on that side, um, and really after that, you know, I don't want to dig too much deeper. Again, these, you know, you don't need the Herb Jones at five one or Jackson Hayes at five k because there's so many other value plays of guys that are going right. to play in the mid thirties yeah. that are going to have a higher usage number than they normally have. So it is such a fantastic slate to build lineups. Really on. There's no question. It really is. And speaking of that. Let's go right into our fan duel. Two brains are better than one. 
GPP build so we can get this podcast down the road, posted, and ready to roll. Okay. So I'm clicking in right now. And uh, would you like me to start these shenanigans? Go for it. All right. I am going to start out with $8,500 center, center Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Too cheap. All right. Too cheap, Mr. Crash. I'll take Davion Mitchell at point guard. Davion Mitchell at 7,300 at point guard. All right. I'm going to start getting us some value here so that we can make this happen. I'm going to go, let's see, is he at point or shooting? I would like point guard Teo Maladon from Oklahoma City. Okay. And I'm taking shooting guard DeAnthony Melton. Okay, I like that play too. What's his price? There he is, 56. Very nice. Um, How about we go with ridiculously underpriced Sadiq Bay, small forward, 5,600. All right. And I'm getting some value. We are. And I'm going to give us another value play with Avdia at 55. Avdia at smaller power. Small forward. Okay. This, you're going to laugh at me here, but I'm going to do it. Drew Eubank, 7,700 power forward. Okay. I just, you don't want to mess with somebody's ego. Right. I agree. Two spots, 6,700 left. I'll take Josh Christopher at shooting guard, 4,500. Josh Christopher is an, I like him too. Um, That leaves me 8,900 for power forward. Uh, Because, yeah, yeah, I I don't like, I'm going to move Obdia to power forward because that's going to help you. Well, I know who I want, but I'm $100 short. I want Chris Stapps. Oh, okay. Hang on. Then so we need a hundred bucks. Damn it. I can I can get us a hundred bucks, I promise. Let me see something. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't get Spencer Dinwiddie in here. Oh, that's all right. I can play him in my cash lineup. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh. He's only point guard on FanDuel. That's so stupid. I know. He doesn't play mostly shooting guard anymore. We'll just let him be. If I went from, hang on. Yeah, it doesn't really change much. Okay. You want me to look as well? I'm gonna I'm gonna go from um, uh, Avdia to uh, Harrison Barnes. Okay, I like that play. I think that that is very smart move. Okay, so our lineup as of now, and if it needs to be updated, we'll update it on Twitter for the listeners that aren't uh, members. We're at DFS Coach Doc. I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Crash is at J.P. Davis 1982. The lineup as it stands now for two brains are better than one. FanDuel GPP, Davion Mitchell, Teo Maladon, DeAnthony Melton, Josh Christopher, Sadiq Bay, Harrison Barnes, Drew Eubanks, Chris Porzingis, and Carl Anthony Towns. 
Mm-hmm. So there it is, my man. We have got it all in the books. And that is it. Any final words on your end? No, I'm ready to uh, have a have a big Friday night and let's crush it. Sounds great. Enjoy it. And also tune in later today for our prize picks plays. Uh, we have four uh, lock washers for you uh, in prize picks. So thanks so much for listening in. We'd love to have you join us, dfscoachtalk.com. And we will certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS.